Hey, Scott Walker here. I'm uh, out at the Reagan Ranch yet again in just outside of Santa Barbara, California, where we're back up at the ranch. But what I want to talk about this week is uh, just how uncivilized the left has become. Yeah, we, we've known about that for some time, but they're now doing it to their own. I mean, think about the video images we saw earlier this week of Arizona U.S. Senator uh, Kristen Cinema, who was teaching a class at Arizona State University, hadn't used the restroom, wasn't just confronted on her way from the classroom to the restroom, but literally they videotaped her as she went into a stall in a public bathroom. Imagine what it would be like if, um, say, conservative or even pro-life particularly protesters were to do something like that to AOC or to one of the other icons on the left. The outrage from the media, there'd be editorials from one end of the country to the other. There'd be pushback and wringing of hands and calls for all sorts of investigations. In fact, in, in many ways, it, it's so ironic to me that a U.S. senator isn't just protested, but literally followed into a bathroom, which, by the way, uh, taping someone without their permission under Arizona state statute is against the law inside of a bathroom, whether they're going to the bathroom, changing clothes, you name it, there's a whole list of things under the state statutes in Arizona. So what those protesters did on several levels appears to be illegal, whether or not someone actually seeks to take action is a whole nother matter. But but it is shocking to me that the Attorney General of the United States, the Department of Justice and the federal government don't look into any of this, but at the same time, per the prodding of the School Board Association nationally, are somehow threatening that parents who show up at school board meetings and express their unbelievable frustration with the curriculum that they're receiving, with the radical indoctrination with the making children somehow be made to felt uh, that because of their race or their gender or how they identify that somehow there's something wrong with them uh, in itself is immoral uh, to be doing even more so in a school system in many places around the country where the government run school system can't even get kids to learn basic reading uh, and, uh, and, and uh, uh, mathematics skills and yet here they are pushing these radical ideas, even from the earliest of ages. Uh, parents who've had it, maybe one of the few bright spots to this global pandemic and the impact it's had across America is at least it's opened the eyes to parents and grandparents all across the United States, many of whom are showing up at these school board meetings. And now the U.S. Attorney General is somehow saying that that is domestic terrorism. Outrageous. I mean, the fact of the matter is I, I knew whether I was in the state legislature, whether I was uh, the county executive in Milwaukee County or eventually the governor of the state of Wisconsin, that people have a right to say things. They have a right to push back. I certainly had my share of protest. We had at one point as many as 100,000 protesters occupying our state capitol and Capitol Square. Often said the Occupy movement didn't start on Wall Street. It literally started on my street in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, they didn't just do it there. They did it out in front of my home, our actual home, not the governor's residence, the, the home where my kids who were in high school at the time, early in our tenure as governor, uh, my kids actually lived uh, there, and we would come home just about every night from Madison. Kids went to school at Wauwatosa East, a government-run school district, the high school there in town. My parents 
to make sure there was one more set of adults around, moved into our home shortly after we took office. Just a remarkable testament to the love my parents have for my children in particular, that they were willing to do that. But they protested outside of the front of the home. They protested at public events. Uh, I was reminded, as I saw what they did to Center Cinema, which, again, I thought was absolutely outrageous. I mean, for God's sake, the woman is in the bathroom. Um, have they no shame? I think we all know the answer to that is they don't. I remember similar situations. We were out at the 100th anniversary of one of our state parks. We were at the 100th anniversary of one of our community colleges. Uh, we were trying to dedicate the reopening of a uh, tourism center <coughs> Excuse me, on the state line coming in from uh, people coming in from Illinois. In each of these instances, protesters against our are real reforms, reforms that have saved the taxpayers billions of dollars since then, reforms that are still intact today, thankfully, because they work. The protesters at the time, many of whom were not just from Wisconsin, but were bussed in and shipped in and flown in from all across the country, were clearly told to agitate. Uh, and so they showed up at these events. They tried to shut them down. They tried to shout over us. Uh, I remember one of the state senators, a Democrat in Beloit, Senator uh, Tim Cullen uh, was trying to get people to uh, to at least be quiet for the program, saying that you know they had a right to be heard, but they didn't have a right to keep anybody else from hearing what was going on at the program. Uh, instead of adhering to his request, they actually turned on him as well. Uh, just the, the typical mindset of those on the radical left. I I thought of that this last week as they they did this time and time again. Uh, they, they uh, used to have death threats against me, against my family. And at one point, one of my security detail showed me something that said that they, uh, one of the threats against my wife was that they'd gut her like a deer. Another time, I saw a, a threat that was directed to my wife about how if she didn't do something to intervene, the uh, you know Wisconsin had never had a, a governor assassinated, but I could be the first. It wasn't just some idle threat. It, it actually identified where our kids went to school, what door they went in, where my father-in-law at the time lived, where my wife worked. It was just amazing what people on the radical left are willing to do. So what I, I saw recently with Senator Sinema, and to a lesser extent to Senator Joe Manchin, uh, didn't shock me because we lived through it before. What I think they don't realize is two things. One, I have to believe the same thing's true, particularly for cinema, who strikes me as having a pretty wild independent stick in a, in a good way. Um, don't always agree with her on a lot of the issues, but I, I do admire her independence and her willingness to stand up uh, against foes, not only opposing party foes, but, but within her own, supposedly within her own party. I, I don't get the sense that she's going to back down. I know for me, and just watching her, even in her body language, reacting to this, I, I get the sense that, if anything, it's just pissing her off like it ticked me off uh, when these threats came in. I, I remember the threat targeted towards my wife when I heard about it. Instead of uh, being intimidated, I went out and uh, had a press conference shortly after that and probably gave one of my most impassioned defenses of our reforms. It, it narrowed my focus. It got me got my attention. And it made me all the more committed to making sure uh, that we weren't going to screw this up. Uh, so if anything, it had the completely opposite effect of what the protesters were hoping for. The other thing I think is increasingly true, particularly with what we saw in this uh, this this whole thing with the trip into the bathroom, is, is I think it's really going to backfire. 
you know, my my simple views I wrote in the Washington Times this week uh, is that the this idea that that being as aggressive as they were, I mean, taking it just as far as they did, these bathroom antics of the radical left are going to backfire. They're going to leave their agenda stalled in the United States Senate, which ultimately is a good thing for the for the hardworking people of America. But but they just don't get it. A good example was, I remember in June of 2011, uh, our reforms had been signed into law. They were still protesting. They were trying to build up momentum for the recall that would happen that next June, a year later. And so they still had protesters in the Capitol. They still protested events. This particular day, it just so happened I was out for the law enforcement torch run, which I had been doing for decades. It's an event where police officers, state troopers, sheriff deputies, others in law enforcement uh, get together every year in places all throughout Wisconsin. Uh, They do similar ones around the country, but in this case, it was all across Wisconsin. And they do a run to raise money and awareness for Special Olympics Wisconsin. So this particular day was the first time I'd run in the past in this, but the first time I was governor. So we go out on the Capitol Square. We have this program right in front of the Law Enforcement Memorial, which is uh, very moving uh, to be part of that as well. We have these Special Olympic athletes. We have all these different units from different departments uh, dressed up in their running gear and special shirts and some banners and the whole bit. And I don't know why it happens this particular day, but the protesters were literally dressed as zombies. They, they came out of the Capitol and they were moving like zombies. It was something like, you know, out of uh, The Walking Dead. And they had makeup on and paint on and it, it just was amazing. And, and they came out and they got between me and the Special Olympic athletes. And I got to tell you, my first instinct was to just haul off and rail on them. Because this is outrageous, like thinking, what the heck is wrong with you people? Thankfully, I noticed, I, I didn't immediately go there, and I noticed the athletes were still paying attention to what I was saying. They were not distracted because with all the fanfare, with all the color, with all the flags and shirts and banners, this did not phase them. They were still focused on what was, what was being said. And because I was so admired, not only the athletes, but particularly the families and the the folks who are supportive of them, that support network. I mean, these are the closest things to angels you're going to see on earth. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to keep focused on talking to these athletes, uh, giving them uh, support, rattling them for uh, what was coming up with this run, and then going up to Stevens Point for the Special Olympics of Wisconsin. Thank God I did that. Uh, One, because it saved their event, but two... That night on the news, the evening news, the story, the video, the images were not of me attacking the protesters, but rather these protesters disrupting an event for the Special Olympics. And I got to believe this is one of those turning points where people all across the state, even those who maybe had been up in the air, didn't quite know whether our reforms were the right thing to do or not, or at least whether we were doing the right way or not, maybe it bought into some of the hype uh, from the left on this, they looked at these images and said, this is not us. We don't do things like this in Wisconsin. What What is going on here? And I think that was really the turning point because we've, uh, we had made it before, but it started to sink in when I'd said, hey, this recall, this whole effort, these are out-of-state big government special interests. These are big government union bosses. These are radicals who are coming in and trying to, to turn things around in our state. 
And when they did this, when they took such radical action, when they went so far crossing the line, uh, and they did in other ways too, again, with things that are home, but, but, but this was just so vivid because it, it wasn't just crossing the line with us. It was specifically uh, interrupting this event with the Special Olympics, Wisconsin. I think that really, really turned the tide. And I think that's what you're going to see with what they've done uh, to Senator Sinema. To follow someone into a bathroom, to, to, to really just, I mean, that crosses the line. I think good and decent people, no matter what their political beliefs are. And it's a good reminder for those of us who are conservatives to make sure that the things that we're passionate about, that, that we're respectful, that we don't back down, we're bold. But, but when people disagree with us, uh, we shouldn't follow the same tactics to the left. One, because we're better than that. We shouldn't sink to that level. But two, as it happened in my case, and I think will happen here, I think moments like that backfire. And it's really easy to get caught up in all the hysteria, particularly if you're only listening to people in your same echo chamber. In this case, I think the radical left has crossed the line. People need to speak up about it. They need to draw this point home, and they, they need to make no excuses for it. And in the end... Uh, my prayer is that Senator Sinema will continue to stand up against <clears throat> against this really radical agenda and these horrible tactics, um, which, if she does, and we're saved from adding trillions of dollars of money we don't have, and more importantly, by putting into place a radical socialized agenda uh, that will really, um, I think, force people into dependency onto the government for generations to come. We can't have that. That's not the American way. That's not the America I grew up in. It's not the America I want my kids, some of my grandkids to grow up in. And that's why I'm just thankful that there are leaders, uh, regardless of party, who are willing to stand up and do the right thing. And I guess in a certain way, tactically, I'm, I'm thankful that the left, as they've done in the past, can't help themselves, and it's only going to backfire. I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for tuning in for Freedom Fighters. Until next time, keep fighting for freedom.